This episode of the Best Seats Podcast is brought to you by, well, you. To learn how you can support the show, go to thebestseats.com slash Patreon. Once there, you'll learn how you can get early access to shows, ad-free listening, the ability to submit questions, comments, concerns, and more. Once again, that's thebestseats.com slash Patreon. But enough of that. On to the show. What's up, everybody? Hello, and welcome to the first ever episode 103 of the Best Seats Podcast, the only podcast bringing you interviews with some of the most talented people in and around the hospitality industry from right here, where this show is based in Orange County, to the rest of Southern California and beyond each and every episode. As always, I'm your host, Croft McCarthy, founder and principal of The Best Seats. Thank you, first and foremost, to my friend, Allie Coyle, who provides the music for the show. You can find more of her work at AllieCoyleMusic.com. Or if you're here in Orange County, you can check out any of her family's three restaurants. All incredible. Fable and Spirit over in Newport Beach and Dublin for Gastropub and Wineworks for Everyone. Both of those are Mission Viejo. Um, as a reminder, if you enjoy the show and you're listening to it on free feeds, please be sure to leave a rating and or a review. It helps other folks discover it, share it on social, etc. All of that is greatly appreciated, although not required. You can go to thebestseats.com for more content just like this, including, I'm very happy to announce, finally, um, it's been a long time planned and a long time coming, but merchandise, the store, the merch, whatever you want to call it, has finally hit thebestseats.com. Um, very limited inventory as far as like selection of items to start. There's going to be a lot more stuff added. Hats, tees, whole nine yards, all of that is getting built out graphics-wise as we speak, but as items come online, make sure that you are checking out thebestseats.com for all of that content. But as always, your friendliest reminder that the very best way to experience the best seats is by supporting on patreon.com slash the best seats where you get early ad free listening to each and every episode a week before the public ad free listening in perpetuity and the only place to get exclusive access to the bonus episode of the best seats podcast the weekly access to each and every episode of the past which is your weekly one-stop shop for all the tasty tidbits and news that you need to know about and so much more but that is enough of that because we got to talk about episode 103, everybody. This is a massive one. It is one that I have been waiting for. It is one that I am so humbled to bring to you. And I'm going to tell you why. If Unless you have been living under a rock, you are probably aware of a little place in San Juan Capistrano called Heritage Barbecue. Now, one of the very first times that they were presented um, in a media format was actually on this show right before Pitmaster Daniel Castillo opened it, probably about a month and a half before he opened it um, some time ago. That was back in 2020. Now, since then, obviously, they've won pretty much every single award they can get their hands on, all of it incredibly well-deserved. Whenever people ask me some of my favorite food in the area, it's always heritage. I'm not just blowing smoke. That's actually a fact. It's just phenomenal. Well, now they're expanding. He is building out a second location, a massive 11,000 square foot location down in Oceanside, a place that if any of you have been listening to the show, you know I'm a big fan of what's going on in North San Diego County. Oceanside is right there, smack dab in the middle of it, and his spot is going to be massive. Um, I'm incredibly humbled because Danny reached out to me and basically said, you know, we've done a couple of press stories, just basically announcing the restaurant, but... I want your podcast to be the first place that we really, really dive into what it is. We get very honest about what people can expect. 
and we kind of debunk some myths and we also reveal a couple of things. All of that happens in this episode. And first and foremost, I always say the thanks for the end of the show, right? But I do have to thank um, Danny and his team up front. My other guest, Benjamin Sorauti, who is a good friend of his. He is acting as his beverage director at the moment. Um, and a really, really great guy. If you don't follow Benjamin, you really should. And obviously, all the social links to everybody are in the show notes. Um, and you can click through and do that. But I really owe Danny a great thanks. This is a small crowdfunded by all of you on Patreon and advertisers and so forth, little media initiative, giving people a very honest platform to share their stories. And he chose this pokey little podcast to be the first place to do so. This is a guy with Michelin credentials. This is a guy with, you know, 101 best in LA credentials. This is a guy with best restaurant in Orange County. At the time of this recording, right before Brad Johnson retired, he gave it best restaurant. I mean, this is a great place. So for him to trust this show to deliver to you guys, all of the news that you need to know about the newest Heritage Barbecue, along with his beverage director, Benjamin Sorauti. I am so humbled, and I cannot wait to share it with you. So enough of me gushing about it. You didn't come here to listen to me. You came here to listen to them. So let's dive in to the 103rd episode of the Best Seats Podcast, featuring Pitmaster and owner of Heritage Barbecue, Daniel Castillo, and his beverage director, Benjamin Sorauti. Enjoy. Boys, thank you for taking the time to sit down on the show. Danny, it's great to get you back on. I was looking back the first time that I had you on. It was over the phone, still socially distant. Heritage itself in San Juan hadn't even opened yet. Uh, Benjamin, I'm fired up to get you on too because of where we are at today, which we're going to get into in a second, to talk about the drinks and everything that's planned to go on down here in Oceanside or up here if you're listening from somewhere in San Diego. But uh, really quick, I have no idea how nobody would be familiar with you at this point with all the awards, but... Would you guys really quickly mind introducing yourselves and kind of how we came to be where we're sitting today? Uh, sure, yeah. Uh, if you would have asked me uh, two years ago when we first did this interview, I would have said my name was uh, Daniel Castillo, uh, head pit master at Heritage Barbecue. And uh, now I would be uh, Daniel Castillo, uh, restaurateur extraordinaire. Michelin awarding person. <laughs> and, yeah, sexy No, I'm beast. just kidding. Uh, yeah, I, we, we have a... We have a beautiful restaurant, San Juan Capistrano, um, you know, dirt on the floor, picnic benches, and, uh, you know, that's kind of our vibe there, and uh, we've been blessed to be successful so far, and uh, throughout the pandemic, and you were there, and you saw everything that we went through, and, you know, the community that we tried to help there, so this is kind of our next step, like, hey, we don't have to deal with that anymore, and things are settling down, so now it's time to rock and roll. Benjamin, what about you? What's your background and how did you get into kind of where you're at right now? So out of high school, I really wanted to go, <clears throat> I want to go to culinary school. So I actually went to the CIA in New York, okay. did the whole thing, went to UNLV, did, you know, restaurant management. And I did worked in restaurants and worked, you know, catering, did all that. And then I, my wife actually was in real estate and I was like, you know what? I can't even pay the mortgage this month. I think I'm going to jump on board with her and get into, uh, you know, that end of the business. And so I've still always wanted to keep my foot in the business into, you know, you know, restaurants and stuff. And so when I met Danny, we were just talking about being trauma bonded during the pandemic, LOL. Um, we just started talking and, you know, he was doing pop-ups still and he was just about to open his restaurant. And we really started, you know, vibing on natural wine and, you know, just, you know, having a good time. And so drinking. Brenda, yeah, Brenda, Danny, my <laughs> wife and I, we we're all having a great time drinking in the backyard yeah. during you know, those, you know, a year and a half. It was, we had a great time. So, I mean, I, I respect this guy, super humble. And we never really talked about, you know, anything until he was like, hey, will you help me with the, you know, 
um, beverage program at my new restaurant. I was like, actually, will yeah, you be my beverage director? Be my baby. And so I, you know, I thought, I mean, I can kind of get back into the business and still have a little, you know, foot in the door. And I thought it's, it's a great idea. So I'm, I'm happy. And this is where you know, we've been wine tasting. And um, I think it's a great direction for him too. And it's, it's great for me too, to get you know, back into it. So, I mean, obviously, you know, people can hear a little bit in the background. This is not the first time that we've done a show on site, but we're on site at a restaurant that's currently being built out because this is, I mean, I don't know if there's a different name for it yet, but as far as I'm going to call it for the next 30 seconds, Heritage 2.0. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's what people have been what saying. Is this, the beast, the 11,000 square foot, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I should mention, obviously, this is still in construction. You guys are hoping to be open as soon as you can. Obviously, opening a restaurant is a whole different ball game. You can start an entire show just about that, so I'm not going right. to kind of try and pin a date down on opening, but we're down here, Oceanside, San Diego. Mm-hmm. What was it about... Why Oceanside? I mean, first of all, from where you're doing the pop-ups in Heritage to go way back in time to that was a lot of North Orange County, you know, South LA County, things like that. Yep. You opened in San Juan, which, you know, you can jump back to the first episode if people want to and hear mm-hmm. what a big decision that was. But why Oceanside? You know, um, hmm. great question. I have I, a great I answer. buy property here? Yeah, well, yeah, I was, gonna say, I was, I mean, I was yeah, actually going to say that. You, so, you did, you moved down here, you moved yeah. out of Orange County, you're in San Diego now. So, funny thing is, I actually always thought that I was going to live in San Diego, and I don't think that our journey might be completely over at this time, because I do kind of want to move a little bit more south, or maybe buy something a little bit more south. But um, Oceanside is cool, man. It's, uh, you know, you can say the magic word, gentrification, if you want to, because, you know, obviously that's happening everywhere you know whether you agree with it or not or whatever you you know you you feel on that in pol- a political sense but uh you know it still has a little bit of grit and i think that um the people that are running the city um understand that that's something that they can't completely get uh, get rid of yeah and um it kind of reminds me of the way i grew up because you know um even though heritage is in south orange county um i wasn't brought up that way and uh you know i spent most of my years in the city of whittier and uh had a very like punk rock life and you know we kind of uh my mom you know she did what she had to do to uh to make sure that you know (laughs) i survived high school and such and i love her to death and uh but yeah we grew up with a little bit of grit and a little bit of dirt and you know um the crackheads and shit like that. Like I can sleep at night knowing that there's uh, crackheads walking the streets here. That's fine. Cause that's the way I grew up. You know, <laughs> it's, it's like New Yorkers who missed the subway, right? Yeah. The sirens, <laughs> but you know, there's such a cool thing happening here with, uh, you know, like I, I'm, I'm a super big hipster at heart. You know what I mean? Uh, I love great coffee, uh, nine times out of 10, wherever they're, uh, making or roasting their beans. That's where I want to drink coffee, you know? And uh, Oceanside has like, I mean, you can go every day for a month and never go back to the same place, you know? Yeah. Um, the food is great. Uh, I, what I really dig about it is the people here, the other chefs here. Um, somebody who's been kind of a mentor or like a guide through the city for me has been uh, Davin over at uh, Wrench and Rodent. And, you know, he's got a couple of other uh, projects going here like the plot the vegan restaurant with his wife and and some other places but uh yeah he's I, I just i'm blown away by how um this community of chefs are here and you know it might be that way in other uh, cities but um i'm not aware of it in south orange county you're kind of like in san juan you're on your own 
Yeah. And so to come down here and have like that support by other chefs is just amazing. So I've been trying to, um, I'll walk into a place like the cup. It's like a local place, you know, they make sandwiches, uh, for like breakfast sandwiches that you can, you can make at home. Right. They have like a, a little George Foreman, like panini press thing. And, um, I'll go there to support them, you know, either it's, it's either that, or I go to another like fancy place and get some kind of crazy Benny or something, but I rather just go there and, you know, I, I have the opportunity of having a beer or having a coffee. And if I'm in a place like that, most likely I'm going to have a, a beer. I mean, there's, you're <laughs> and that, that's, that's what it's about down you're, here. You're not wrong to bring it, Dave, and, and kind of everybody. And again, anybody who's been listening to the show for a while, obviously I've had the team from Tijamara on, you know, Simon and Jason over there, Tony Juarez, who was at Carte Blanche, right. but obviously in a couple of episodes, depending on when people are listening, um, he'll be peace. on the show coming on. <laughs> he'll be on with his new gig down just in Encinitas at Hamburger Hut. But like this entire yes, area is booming and there's a lot of people who have been doing some great work willie ike over at matsu and again these are all people that hopefully will be on the show soon but now you're here you've got this massive space i mean you said what eleven thousand square feet is what this thing is it's two floors um it has its own speakeasy which is legit um, brewery it's got its own brewery in the back (laughs) don't tell Uh, anybody the kitchen's huge and we've worked in tons of kitchens and this thing is huge there's no like behind and you know look out around the corner this is like it's a it's a true chef's kitchen it's a true chef's kitchen yeah you have a lot of room back there yeah. yeah so you guys find this space heritage in san juan and and i want to come back to heritage in san juan in just a little bit because i do want to talk about what that experience has been like but heritage in san juan is obviously if you haven't been there at this point shame on you and if you're listening <laughs> to the show and you haven't been on there unfollow at this point because you should have been there it is old school Texas style. You're waiting in line. It's your classic kind of barbecue experience. This is, I, I mean, it looks like the, the bones of like, you know, a gastro pub, like yeah, a brewery. Exactly. A, I mean, what made you want to not just jump into another venture, but jump into something that is so different from the experience that you've currently curated and by, any, you know, looking at all the awards, frankly, mastered. Right. Thank you. Um, yeah, it's a uh, brew pub. Yeah. You know, brew pub is uh, obviously something that came from overseas. And uh, it, I have not experienced myself yet. Um, but I thought it was something that would do great here. You know, um, you know, you could you can go back and uh, I, I think uh, gastro pubs are something that have kind of fallen off. Uh, but what's great about this place, it's, it's like, you know, Look at uh, something local here, uh, Campfire, right? Yeah. So they do absolutely amazing stuff there. Uh, chef Benji and uh, Executive Chef uh, Eric Boss are doing some amazing things. Um, they got a great uh, wine program. They got great um, local beer that they do. Um, good cocktails. Great food, absolutely. Uh, but we, you know, we're, we're taking it a little step further, and we're actually like producing our own beer. And not only are we producing our own beer, we're actually making beer that pairs. Harley. <laughs> pairs with the food. So, That's awesome. Yeah. And so we're celebrating, you know, we're not going like backwards where we're going to make a bunch of beer styles that nobody's going to drink anymore. We're doing stuff that like beer drinkers want to drink. You know, there was that the haze craze and that's kind of like came and gone there's still people that are drinking it but we're making these like 
modern style pilsners and lagers that we're specializing in and we're like the the spectrum is is very wide so you you know from german hellas's to japanese rice lagers to czech pilsners made with you know czech size and um you know mexican lagers and everything in between um including west coast ipas because obviously we're in california and that's where it was invented station of the cross exactly and so you know that's that's kind of where we're at and so we we are trying to do something not just in the food but in drink now when you say that you're making these are you kind of contracting with somebody to kind of help them come in and make it is it someone else kind of making you know making the juice and then bringing it in or are you guys straight up going from kind of day one trying to make this yourself yeah. because again i know people haven't been here yet maybe mm-hmm. they were here if they live in the area when it was something else but there's brew tanks behind me where we're recording at the bar right now. Yep. And obviously this is audio only, but when you do come in, I mean, you guys have a fuckload of square footage here. <laughs> so what's the process for the actual beer program? Um, so yeah, the, uh, the last concept that was here, I feel like they didn't take advantage of what they had. And um, I saw the potential uh, and back up a little bit. But when my wife and I first moved here, cause we actually live here in Oceanside, we live in a s- small community uh, called Fire Mountain. That's just right up the hill here. It's about a five-minute drive. Boy, no pun intended that you put a barbecue pitmaster Benjamin into a place called Fire Mountain. No, it was, it was <laughs> destiny. <laughs> Truly destiny. Yeah. Uh, you know, we used to do little staycations here. We fell in love with the area, and I said, Ben, find me something there. He did, and here we are. Um, but, yeah, we're right off Vista Way, which is directly off the 78 and the 5 Freeway. So you literally are forced on, if you're going to go on Coast Highway uh, between South Oceanside and Carlsbad, you have to get off right here. Uh, and when you get off the freeway here on Vista Way, you see the big windows. And you, if you look to your left, you'll see uh, our big uh, tanks here. And they're not big. I mean, they're, it's a 10-barrel system. Yeah. And um, it's not anything crazy, but we'll make enough beer to supply, uh, hopefully, <laughs> depends on how how we how good we do but we'll uh we'll make enough beer to hopefully supply this place and possibly supply heritage sjc that's awesome yeah benjamin i want to kind of turn over to you when you when you guys kind of first had the conversation and he said hey i want you to not just come in but come in and take over the drinks you mentioned you did time at cia obviously you have a great understanding of food. I think anybody that knows you or follows you on social media or anything like that, they, they could see that yeah. you like what you do. <clears throat> what was that conversation like for you? And, and what's that experience been like well, so he, far? He asked me. And yeah, I was... talk about the unlock stuff. Because <laughs> so, that's, how, that's how I first found out about you. So I, it's a fair point. Let's start there. Let's start there. So um, somebody said you should, you should check out this guy who's doing barbecue pop-ups. Sounds like, okay, pop-ups, whatever. I'm like... I'm busy going to like boba shops and doing like, you know, I was on, so my buddy drew in Vegas. He, I was doing like a little side job for him and I was doing unlocked LA and I was going to different places, whoever, you know, to go do tastings and go do, you know, whole influencer stuff. And Danny's name popped up and I was like, barbecue, like nobody, I've, I've just gone to Ray's and you know, whoever else in LA. And I went to Danny's pop-up and I was like, okay, this is, this is legit. And then we, I just started going to the pop-ups before the pandemic and we started talking. He was like, yeah, I'm going to move to San Juan. And so we just started, you know, jamming on 
um, doing like some backyard drinking. And you and lived in San Clemente. I lived yeah. in San Clemente. Oh, and, or, or um, Clemente, sorry. <laughs> um, so I just, and then I live, you know, like a mile and a half, two miles from the restaurant. So I was there all the time and Danny and I just started talking. He's like, hey, could you, would you, up to now, would you, would you help me with the beverage program? I said, absolutely. This would be a great opportunity for me to get kind of back into it, but not, I, I, I do well in real estate, but I also love food and wine and cocktails and you know, the whole, the whole deal. So I couldn't say no. Um, so I'm right now I'm an unpaid intern and <laughs> so am I, <laughs> so we both are, <laughs> but, um, I think I, Danny's the most humble motherfucker I've ever met. Um, I respect him. He's, he's so knowledgeable. We talk about food culture and food, you know, just the history and we just start, you know, we we really like, I, I love that he loves that too. Cause we kind of fall into that and it's, it's like a love of this whole, you know, it's, it's, it's I know it's like, it's like we both jam the same thing. So I'm, I'm, I'm really into it. And I, and I, I really appreciate it. And for me, it's, you know, it's 20 minute drive and this is a true, this is going to be the next, you know, Mecca for beer and barbecue and, you know, all of it. It's, well, we mentioned that the space is going to be a brew pub, right? We mentioned that you're making beer. We, you know, mentioned that there is going to be a speakeasy aspect, which people will be able to discover for themselves when they get down here. Right. But again, we're recording this, you know, at the bar yeah. where you have a lot of space. <laughs> I mean, you know, did a tasting earlier today on some natural wines. I mean, talk about kind of what your idea for the beverage program is. Cause it's one thing to say yeah. I'm the beverage director. No, it's, it's another thing just to sign up for the, you know, my first bar starter kit from a major portfolio <laughs> and then just be fine. Right. But I you think I should go really... to Amazon and try to find my first barbecue <laughs> yeah. like setup. I mean, I'm sorry, barbecue, I mean, uh, bar. Um, I like it's multidimensional. You've got, you know, you got a brewery in the back, which I don't have to worry about. That's, you know, we've got our brewer, brewer yeah, um, back there. Yeah, we have a whole separate. Yeah, brewmaster uh, yeah. back there. Yep. Um, we're going to do, it's going to be like a Disneyland. You come in and there's just like, you just got to look for everything. Everything's everywhere. You've got cocktails and, you know, maybe coming out of the uh, speakeasy. You've got beer. You've got natural wine. We're going really hard in the natural wine um, sector because we want, we want to represent California most, you know, and maybe a little Baja, but we definitely want to support the local West coast. Yeah. Yeah. Wine, wine scene. Um, so we're, we're really, you know, developing a program there and then, um, we'll get into the cocktails and we'll get into, and I'm, I'm just with the beer is going to be, you know, our real, like our darling here. It's like you said, like, um, it's going to be really what we're known for because it go, really just pairs well with the barbecue. We're not going to, you know, stick with those, you know, IPAs. We're going to go really hard with the, you know, the Pilsners and lager and all that stuff. And then, uh, talk about the seltzer. Oh yeah. No, not even that. So we're going to, we really want to develop our own seltzer and, you know, maybe like a, like a, like a style of Prosecco. So we can start making, we want a spritz program. Let's <laughs> just going yeah. into that. Danny and I will go somewhere and we'll sit there. And we'll be two, these two guys drinking orange or pink wine with all these other guys around us are drinking beer. And they're going to look at us like, what are these fuckers doing? Yeah. <laughs> and we're like going hard on like a ball of pink wine. Yeah. And um, so, I mean, or a pet nat, like an orange wine a, or something. A pet nat I love or it. Yeah. a brawl spritz. So we're very like, we, we, we have that bond. So we're, that's why we're really going to push the, you know, the pet nat on draft and, you know, just, we've got like all these ideas and we do a spritz program. Um, Cause I, if anywhere I go, I always order Aperol spritz, yeah. which I don't care if it's whatever, but I, I love, I love and spritzes. And a lot of people fuck those up too. Right. Yeah, and true. they're so simple. Yeah. And I think spritzes would go great with barbecue just because they cut through that, you know, that I fat. Think, I think the great thing about a spritz and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, is just that the simplicity of it. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I, there's look, there's nothing wrong with that drink. Okay. Champs, Everybody can make as much fun of it as they want. It works. Champs no, and I, Aperol. I, you know, I, and you, or even if you threw in like a Campari or right? something yeah, like it yeah. just works. We the got that. Is great. Brothers. Yeah. We, we've got, 
so many variations of spritzes that we want to really Just don't put too much shit in it please no. guys it should be two then or three ingredients else. max well i, I want well it's time for a little commercial yeah if you listen to the best seats at all or read the content then you know the motto live well and often but what does it mean in layman's terms, it's trying to give you the best products, places, experiences, and more, so you can put a big smile on your face every single day. Amass Botanics is what I use on my back bar constantly if I need a cocktail or a quick pick-me-up. Any of their other botanical products, like candles, hand sanitizer, and more, also helps to set the mood. Now, I'm a big fan of everything that Amass does. I have been since day one when they launched their trademark gin, and everything they've done since then has been nothing short of excellent. Now you can get your hands on their products at a discounted rate by going to amass.com and using the discount code, thebestseats15, that's C-E-A-T-S, at checkout. Now it's limited one per customer, so make sure you load up. But trust me, you can't go wrong with anything they're doing. I stand by Amass 100%. They're one of my go-to brands for spirits needs or anything around the house. So again, go to amass.com, that's A-M-A-S-S, and use the code THEBESTSEATS15 at checkout. Trust me, you will not be disappointed. I don't know about you, but 2020 had me re-looking at how I live and the space that I live in. Spending so much time at home really had me reevaluating how certain things worked and didn't in my living space. One of the main things, as an avid home cook and an obvious supporter of restaurants, was gardening. Anybody who enjoys food at all will be able to tell you that something you've grown yourself will taste infinitely better than anything you can buy at a store. That's where Ashley Irene of Heirloom Potager comes in. Heirloom Potager designs, installs, and maintains seasonal culinary gardens for chefs and foodies in Orange County. They provide organic gardening methods and bespoke build-outs used to preserve the heirloom varietals that they'll provide for seeds. An approachable and exciting endeavor, no matter if you're a seasoned restaurateur or a stay-at-home chef, Owner Ashley Irene's experience, expertise, and enthusiasm is only matched by her professionalism. For more information on how you can set up a consultation to get your own culinary garden space set up, go to heirloompotager.com. That's heirloom, H-E-I-R-L-O-O-M, potager, P-O-T-A-G-E-R.com today. Once again, that's heirloom Max. Well, I, I want to ask you guys a question, I guess... Speaking to the restaurant as a whole, because Danny, you made a very well-deserved name for yourself doing traditional barbecue. And I remember vividly asking you the first time I had you on the show, are you looking forward to having the pushback from customers who weren't ready to like stand in line? And I remember looking through your Yelp page on the first day and watching people be like, just have the obvious meltdown that you knew was going to happen and then edit their Yelp review and everything else. Yeah. But Lone Star. The one thing about barbecue is people are fiercely loyal to it. You and I talked about this the first time. People are now fiercely loyal to you yeah. and the expectations that you have set of, hey, you're going to come. The smokers are going to be right there. You're going to stand in line. You're now opening something that is wildly different from what people have come to know, not just in the way that they're expected to get the food, but the experience and now also the drinks because it's one thing to do like we said of our program but now you're doing natural wines creative seltzers craft beers a great cocktail program is there any 
fear of being like, all these people have now come to know us and we're going to throw another curveball. No. Perfect. Right <laughs> all right. All right. Next, next Quick question. Concise. All right. Next question. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> See you next time. <laughs> no, uh, no, I, th- I don't, I don't really fear uh, things like that. Uh, I think that something like this is something that I feel like I'm kind of jumping into, you know, uh, if you asked me anything that had to do with barbecue, uh, you know, I would not hesitate, yeah. you know, one bit. And, uh, I tell pretty, I tell people pretty often that, um, you know, Hey, this is the best barbecue that you're going to get in California. And they say, wow, you say that with confidence. And I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, dude, I mean, I did the legwork. I have people that are there every day and, you know, people that are there working overnight and getting up early and going to sleep late. Like these are dedicated people. And I know that they're doing their job and, and that they, uh, I mean, I think honestly, I think that this is the most, uh, to be a pit master or somebody that works in the, in, uh, with barbecue, you have to be more dedicated than anybody else in the restaurant industry. It's my opinion. But, uh, yeah, I, uh, I'm getting into something that I love because, it's the kind of stuff that I like. Yeah. You know? So, like, I wasn't born in Texas, you know? I I don't have that same mindset or mentality. What I know is what I like here. And, like, Benjamin and I, you know, we jive because, like, we enjoy the same things. Even though we come from, you know, different walks of life, you know, we enjoy the finer things in life. And I know that if I just take those great things in life and try to give them to people who maybe might not be able to, uh, my crowd in the barbecue world, maybe I can like give them a little taste of what we're doing and saying like, fuck man, I didn't realize I was so bougie. <laughs> you know what I'm well, saying? The, I mean, barbecue is one of those cuisines that is historically well defended by and ardently defended by its supporters because it is, while it does take a lot of work, it is generally approachable. It is associated with yeah. hardworking people that spend their day. If you're going to go out to barbecue on a Sunday or something like that, you have worked all week. It is more blue collar. Mm-hmm. Now you're taking it. You know, we should mention that you know while it's going to be a brew pub, maybe I don't know if this is going to be, but you're not going to be doing caviar bumps with your burnt ends. No, again, maybe, but. Benjamin's over I'm there like, like, shit, uh, that's a good idea. Are we doing this right now? Well, I mean, even though it's not open yet, so everybody can kind of take this with a grain of salt. What kind of experience can diners look forward to when they come here? First of all, do you guys have a name? Is it just going to be Heritage uh, Barbecue? Yeah, or? so we have a couple. We have our branding done for this place. Uh, first and foremost, the this will be a brew pub, right? Okay. Just like we talked about. Um, we are going to have a really big hand-painted sign across the front of this place that's going to say Heritage Barbecue and Beer Co. So that's... You know, we're keeping it very old school. We, like want the that. Dr- we want the drive-bys. Everyone that's, you know, SD that they see, it's, it's actually a beer company as well. Yeah. Right. Okay. Nice. Grab I mean, for lack of a, of, of a better word, um, you know, think of it as like a really great BJ's. Without <laughs> <laughs> the pizza? <laughs> Without the pizza. No deep dish, huh? But um, <laughs> white, you white. were asking uh, earlier if I was worried about anything. The only thing that I worry about and... And I think this is the main reason why I wanted to do this podcast with you was for this exact reason Um, was because I want people to know that they're not going to be coming here and getting full racks of pork ribs. Yeah. They're not going to be getting, you know, 
whole briskets. They're not going to be getting giant trays of meat here. This is going to be a place where you come in, you sit down, you order a cocktail, you get a glass of wine, you get a great fresh beer, you sit down and you talk with people. Um, and when you feel like you're ready to eat some food, then you order something to eat. And, uh, you know, Heritage is uh, in San Juan Capistrano's. All the food is served on paper plates and disposable utensils and napkins and such. Here, you know, we actually have china. We have, you know, <laughs> cloth napkins. Silverware. Silverware. Glassware. Um, yeah. Glassware. Um, this is the experience that Californians are used to. So I'm banking on, you know, I can kind of like, hey, I took you guys for this ride, you know, and you guys were willing to wait in these couple hour lines on the weekends and in the heat. Well, guess what? Now I'm going to take you off that and you're going to come in here. You're going to hang out. You're going to sit down. You're going to order a beer. You're going to relax. And you can still have an amazing fucking brisket taco and some awesome beer and, you know, whatever else, you know, we'll, we'll make it happen and just enjoy yourself. And it's like a big thank you for everybody that's, uh, that supported us through this, this crazy time. But to expunge any fears, obviously the San Juan experience is not changing. Actually, it's expanding. It, it is expanding. It's another project. <laughs> Perfect that, segue. Uh, yeah. Yeah. As soon as we, as soon as we get this place open and uh, it's moving and it's working like it's supposed to, uh, I just uh, actually signed uh, some paperwork to start on our expansion yesterday, as a matter of fact. That's awesome. So yeah. once this gets open and gets going, you kind of get your legs under it. SJC, SJC is always going to be the heart, the yeah. heart yeah. of, you know, and matter of fact, uh, the brisket is still going to be coming from SJC. We have some smokers here um, that we'll be working on. You know, we're going to be doing tacos, sandwiches, uh, plated entrees and things like that here. But, uh, you know, in my opinion, like you don't get a, a more authentic brisket than you will off of a thousand gallon, you know, offset with no electricity, no gas. I mean, it's like yeah. we we mastered that, and that that is not going anywhere. So if you that come was the here, sexiest thing I've ever heard. Thank you, sir. God, um, I had my heart on. Sure, I'm gonna, yeah, I might, I might like I might pause the recording and step out for a cigarette. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just take a moment. <laughs> yeah. So you know, we have this uh, J and R in the in the back, and in January our M M&M and M. It comes from Houston, Texas. Both both of them are actually coming from Texas, uh, and uh, yeah, it's we're gonna have some fun here, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. But for SJC, uh, that thing is gonna be a whole other animal. Uh, we just uh, my landlord is like a big San Juan guy. Like he literally has like this mansion on the side of the hill. And what street is that that he's off of? Is it Pepper Dan? Tree? I don't know uh, where he lives. He lives Dan, Dan kills it. Dan Omquist. Yeah. I got to give a big shout out no, to major Dan he, Hey, you know what? He helped Danny like, get a... He's like the first like... He like Zoomars and stuff like that. Like yeah. he majorly Everything. invested in this. Yeah, in like he, a good way. Yeah. In a yeah. good way. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So Dan, yep. Dan is, uh, Dan is a, a San Juan lover. And, uh, you know, he, he has some like vision of like agriculture. He wants to keep that. You know, he's not like trying to go backwards with San Juan. He's trying to keep it current, but like keep that, like that, what je ne sais quoi, right? 
Yeah. There that, you go. That's, yeah. that's San Juan that's has, right? Yeah. You have been going to, go, uh, to uh, Jonah Jolie. You're getting yeah. better at that. <laughs> um, and, uh, and this smokehouse that we're building together, um, historical, that's over 100 years old, um, it was about three blocks away, and they took it apart piece by piece. They cataloged it all, and we're building a new uh, retaining wall off the back of the property um, that's beginning next month and uh, building this new infrastructure and this Smokehouse. old, yeah, this yeah. old barn that's with a hundred years of patina so cool. yeah. is going to go yeah. back up. What is and the, do you guys have a time frame for that? I know everything is a little, it should, it here, should but. be about, it should be next year. Soon. Um, that's very awesome. soon. So add, you know, six months to that. Yeah. You know, so a year <laughs> and a half the way it works, but, uh, yeah, it'll look. It'll be, in my opinion, and it makes it make, gives me goosebumps. It's like, and and you know, I don't know if we even deserve it, but it'll it will be the West Coast Smokehouse. Like it'll be, you know, in Texas they have their shrines yeah. in Lockhart. Um, I strongly believe that like it will be like the West Coast, like barbecue mecca. Well, I don't think there's any doubt that you've already very successfully established yourself as a the barbecue mech out here not that there's other people you know not doing great things i'm a huge fan of like people like the bad jew smoke queen but you really people were surprised when all of a sudden michelin put you guys in their guide and i i was telling people i said i called that from day one and people can go back and like look at my instagram i'm like this is going to make it it just is you did i haven't spoken with you on the record like this on the podcast since our first episode before it opened but What's that experience been like to see those awards coming in? I mean, does it feel like, is it validation? Is it added pressure? Is it, does it let you exhale or does it just push you that much harder? Um, yeah, pride. It's, uh, it's, it's something that I take pride in. Um, uh, you know, like I spent the last year pushing my other uh, partners in heritage, like uh, Nicholas, uh, our executive chef mm-hmm. and Eric Linares, our chef de cuisine. And shout and, out to both of them because they are so, I mean, your entire team is talented, Len and everybody else, yeah. but like the, you, yeah, the team you have is incredibly talented. Yeah. So I, I want to make sure that we're giving them credit as yeah. well. Oh, Len and Gunther, um, you know, all of our crew, there's about 16, 16 of us to name and, uh, you know, not including, um, you know, the three Chris's that we have on the pit crew. They're and, literally rock stars. All these and, guys. and everybody, yeah. everybody yeah. in between, they're so dedicated. Uh, but uh, I've been pushing, trying to push them into the limelight because, uh, you know, 10 times out of 10, it's anytime anybody wants to do anything, they, they call upon me to be, you know, to do the channel four thing or the channel five thing or the channel seven thing or well we'll give credit where it's due we're recording this on a wednesday right now and they're running heritage which is open while you're sitting here having a beer with me in oceanside so exactly so you know um that's what i've been doing and you know sometimes i have to like last minute just pull out to where that they're forced to do it like that's my strategy you know they have to be on camera well the next time that they have to be on camera they're going to group text you and be like we know this bullshit yeah. yeah, we know your yeah, game now. The secret's out. It's so. all a ruse. Danny just wants to go jump in his jacuzzi and go have some wine. And well, yeah, that's, that's Benjamin, what I want to turn it to you, Benjamin, because you're doing the drinks here. New location. I, I don't know if there's expectations going into it because it is a different concept, but is there any, do you feel any added pressure 
not just jumping in with somebody who already had the following and the support of right. people who love barbecue from him, but now you have damn near every single pub. Let me put it this yes. way. We're on, we're the, on yes, yeah. the target's on us. Um, yeah. So Because now it's not just barbecue, it's drinks. No, it's drinks too. It's, I think the drinks are the biggest, or, you know, that's going to be our moneymaker. Um, Danny's composure during this entire new, you know, this new opportunity, super low key. He's, I've not heard him stressed out once. It's helped me, like, you know, I'm busy with real estate, but I'm also at night jotting down all ideas for drinks and all this stuff. And we're doing wine tastings and I'm, it's, it's getting better for me and easier for me because I'm not, I don't have that stress of, you know, you know how you used to have those French chefs yelling at you, hitting you with like the, the pans. Yeah. That's not happening. Danny's very, you know, he's just like, Hey, he doesn't even ask me. He just, I just, I know Danny expects this. So I, you know, here's this tasting today and you know, here's some ideas. And he's also, he's got a ton of you know ideas and I'm just going to put them all in my notes and we're just going to collaborate and we'll come up with a, you know, a big, I, you know, menu of, greatness and we'll just kind of break it down from there and see what we can run with i just try to be as as zen as possible it's very zen i honestly i've never seen somebody with so much pressure it just seems seen. like there's so yeah. much pressure on him and he just turns around and it's like hey how you doing buddy okay well yeah you know i i, was I don't a, know how someone can do that these days dude i've had such a like a and i've i've i haven't gone said this before yeah, yeah. but you know i've had such a like a crazy like childhood and my mom was always yelling all the time and like throwing shit and fucking you know, I, I bought a lot of that to myself in, in my younger age. And then afterwards, I was like, you know what? I you worked wanna... in a French kitchen at a young age. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> I don't want to live like this, man. <laughs> you know, I just gotta, I just got to take it easy. And then as soon as I started doing that, man, things started falling into place. And then I started reading more about, like, uh, you know, how things started changing in the kitchen and how, like, uh, there's almost, you know, like this movement of, you know, the love, and I was like, fuck, love in a fucking kitchen? Are you kidding me? That doesn't right? exist. There's no such it thing. It does, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it does, man. You just treat, you treat your people good. You pay them well. You know, you just got to be he, good he takes to care. people it's, fa- it's, it's a family. For, it's, you know, it's as much as, you know, the whole, uh, uh, what's that movie genre? The whole uh, Fast and Furious, the family thing. Oh. What's, what's that old movie genre? Yeah. I think it's just called the Fast and Furious Fast and genre. Yeah. Yes. Um, Danny takes care of his family. Like, like they all are like legit. I've never like, seen that movie. <laughs> yeah, you have, right, yeah, right. You and Vin Diesel. Oh, family. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, we did have the same personal trainer. These guys, <laughs> these guys are so close. <laughs> and they've been with him forever. Vinny. I, mean, I call him Vinny. That's why, <laughs> I didn't, that's why I didn't understand what you were talking about. <laughs> you guys have little uh, cat names for each other? Yeah. Oh my God. Perfect. <laughs> Yeah. Perfect. No, they're uh, love to see that spin class. I walk in. I walk into to, to San Juan, and I'm just like, these guys are like family. They're like the way they they would talk to each other, and the way they they act around each other. It's like even if they're having a little bickering, like they the next day they're like back together. They're working together. Yeah, yeah. We we talk everything out, man. Yeah. Like they're you know everybody's different, and that's like the hardest thing. And I even that's the thing that bothers me, that worries me, and not bothers me, but worries me the most is like I'm literally gonna double the amount of employees that I have here. That means, oh, like, yeah. you know, instead of the first 16, time in years, honestly, yeah, instead of 16 and 20 different personalities, 40 different personalities, yeah. you know, and all everything that comes along with that. And, you know, I've been able to juggle that. And like, yeah, dude, I mean, people, their their parents pass away or they break up with their girlfriends their or kids get sick, their kids get sick or whatever the fuck it is. It's always something but like 
if you're just if you just treat people right and you know genuinely that they're good people and they're not trying to fuck you like you got to just keep taking care of people like that because i've seen people go through some rough shit and i'm like fuck this is a lot yeah you know no 100 percent. but now like nothing has happened in like six months and then this is like my strongest guy now awesome i love that i mean ultimately speaking timeline wise if you had to guess when could people look forward to potentially stepping in this way? So obviously take it with a grain of salt things can change at any minute but where do you guys think i mean he's been on the gas pedal it seems like uh end of the year <laughs> that's the joke end of the year end of jan, the year we're gonna jan, have talking about jan one um what's awesome about that too is like we've had so many awesome people that have been <laughs> wanting to come and work for us for from these restaurants for years but i mean there's like people that are that are coming from these higher end restaurants and they're like i want to come work for you well i mean it, it, shit i i what a couple episodes ago people can go back i had jessica roy on from dahlia 608 and cdm and she even asked me afterwards because we talked about barbecue she's like oh my god do you think danny would let me stage i'm like i don't think he's taking stages right now but like maybe <laughs> like it's no secret that people want to be kind of a part of this and learn yeah whatever secret sauce you have barbecue yeah. is like in my opinion it's finally got the respect that it deserves right and even with chefs just recently right that chefs have got the you know with the television shows and everything else it's like dude they're finally getting the respect that they deserve well barbecue is it's it's coming with the same things you know and like we're dealing with the same kind of things when we broke through those uh, stereotypes that like even you know with taco maria like you know what they had to do with their their taco right yeah like we're doing the same thing with uh you know barbecue like well i was gonna ask because i remember asking you this and using taco maria as the example the first yeah. time we sat down you know barbecue is traditionally seen like mexican food is mm -hmm. as something that should only cost this amount right how dare it cost that amount sure. i will get on yelp immediately mm -hmm. but you did that yeah you made people you had people show up and be like, shit, this really is a hundred dollar plate of food. Right. We have, yeah, we did what the, we've dealt with the bitching and complaining in the very beginning and we worked through it and we fought through it. And Carlos, uh, Salgado, Taco Maria did the same thing. Yeah. And he's thriving. Um, you know, we, uh, and you know, we kind of coined this new modern barbecue, uh, craft barbecue thing here in southern california and uh you know we don't even we don't even call ourselves texas barbecue anymore you know it's just like it's it's progressively moved towards something on its own yeah and it's like this southern california modern craft barbecue well and we're gonna start to wind down this main episode but i am gonna keep you guys around for a uh, bonus episode which people can find only over on patreon.com slash the best seats um if you're listening on free feeds, you already heard that. Otherwise, on Patreon, you can hear it in a couple minutes. But I do want to ask, I recently had on um, the chef from Butcher's House up in Costa Mesa, you know, Jeffrey Alfer, who's a French chef, and we talked about how Paris dining has changed so much. But it's not that those chefs want to tear down the old. Barbecue is something that is so entrenched in tradition. And like you said, you've really changed a lot of people's perception. You know, you guys show up and it's pastrami Thursday or you're doing banh mi's or you're doing these incredible sausages that Lennon is cranking out. Yep. Do you feel that you have still 
you're still respecting your roots while pushing forward? Or is there any kind of worry that you're kind of breaking from tradition too much? Uh, yeah, I think, uh, I think California kind of fucked itself by letting, you know, at one time we had a barbecue tradition here, you know, with the, the vaqueros that came here yeah. and in Santa Maria, it still exists. Right. Yeah. And uh, somewhere along the line, we fucked it up. Right. And so we let it go. So I think that like we can redefine what that means. Right. And it's a new identity that we can say like, Hey, we're in Southern California. You know, what do we do here? Like, is it in tech, like in Austin, they, they wake up right in our different parts of Texas and small towns they wake up and they eat fucking brisket like three times a week. Right. Californians don't do that. Most likely what they eat three times a week might be a taco or a Avocado salad. toast or a sandwich. Yeah, salad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Something Nailed like it. that. Right. <laughs> so why, so why not, you know, why not get there and say like, Hey, we can do what you are used to and we can make it approachable. Right. And we can go into that. Cause I think if we only did brisket ribs and sausage, you know, five days a week, I don't think we would have people coming back all the time. That's fair. Well, I, I want to ask the both of you this. You're moving, and, and I'm a huge supporter of not just San Diego, but northern San Diego especially. Whoever just got rear-ended. Fuck you. Traffic outside. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm a huge supporter of northern San Diego. Yeah. Uh, what so many restaurants are doing out here is just phenomenal. People who may not have made that drive up through Pendleton to go to San Juan just as... I'm a supporter of people need to leave San Juan or San Clemente and Dana Point and come down here. Or go to Los Angeles. Yeah, like people who don't yeah. want to make that drive. Yeah. Is there any hesitation from the both of you that when you do open, people will be expecting San Juan when they're getting this? Are they? Do you think Oceanside might be potentially expecting, hey, I want to wait in line for like I two hours. I think Oceanside like, will be expecting a new Oceanside. You know, it's not, it's not going to be San Juan. It's going to be, you know... Heritage barbecue, but like times ten. Yeah. Plus, you know, plus alcohol. I mean, it's uh, as rough as it sounds. If they listen to this, then they'll know what they're yeah getting into. That's what your entire press release should just be: Heritage barbecue plus alcohol. Yeah. Because you know what? All and I I talked (laughs) about this with you off uh, mic, but like people only want to hear what they want to hear, and you know they're expecting the racks of ribs and the brisket. And I'm like, you know, and we have all these locals that see what we're doing in San Juan and they think like, Hey, we're going to have this. You know what? Drive 30 minutes up the freeway. If that's what you want, it's not far. No, it's really not. Just go up the freeway a little bit. This is something that I made special for you here. San Juan's not also as dense as San Diego County is. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, this is a whole new world. They're open to everything we're bringing, um, especially the beer. I mean, it's going to be, I, I just think it's going to be a marriage, you know. I've, I've had people tell me that we are not going to make it because really? I chose Oceanside and that people aren't going to come here um, because there's a reputation that Oceanside has and um, that we might get the Carl's bad crowd, but nothing below that. And uh, I think that's fucking bullshit. Yeah, because your opening day at San Juan, you had people coming from north of San Francisco. We had, we had people. Well, st- yeah, yeah, states. Yeah. We're, we're talking about out of state. Um, yeah. I think this San Diego will be a San Diego. Um, you know, all of San Diego will in, you know, 
rejoice in the I mean, arguably some of the best restaurants in San Diego, and I'm not going to fluff anybody and take away from your show by calling them out by name, but I would argue half the best restaurants in San Diego are within eight minutes of where we're recording right now. Absolutely, yeah. Maybe 10. Yep. I mean, it's phenomenal around here. Matsu, Dijamara. I mean, they have McKay now from Willie. Yeah. uh, Wrench and Rodent. Um, I mean... And then, you know, you just cross over this little lagoon here and then you have Campfire and Junjule and I think you know. it's just adding to the you know, just it's it's just a melting pot, but I think barbecue from Danny's gonna be that's you know, the step up. Well, I guess the last thing I'll ask you guys kind of before we wrap this and move on to the uh, the bonus episode is what are you both looking forward to about this new spot, you know, Heritage Barbecue and, and Beer Co that is going to be different than San Juan. What's the thing that excites you the most? That is the same being heritage, but also I feel like I feel like Danny and Nick and the crew were just they could do their barbecue. Yeah, but I think in San Juan they're kind of they're not. You don't have like there's a space limitation. Space Those limitation. Yeah, can't, I, mean, call I think here yeah. here it's like boom. You know, there it's a, it's a nuclear explosion. San it's Juan just, is 100 percent outdoor. Right. This, this is, is going to be. 80% family indoor. slash you've got the the base here i mean we've already got we're already talking to a guy who's gonna do bartending at night who's a ex you know is a vet nice. and he's, and he's awesome and he's used to be a uh, you know a bartender so i mean it's there's just so many avenues here that danny and the crew can just take and there's run a with. there's a recipe when you come to a place and that's why when i first came to uh oceanside i could not take what we were doing in san juan and pick it up and drop it 100%. right here on Coast Highway. 100%. You know, no, 500, never would 500 yeah. steps from the ocean because it wouldn't be authentic. Yeah. You know? So, and well, like Ben was talking about with a, a friend of ours who's a vet, um, you have to sprinkle a little bit of this. It's a recipe. You you sprinkle a little bit of, of this in here, right? Like, this is a military town, right? But there's also junkies and there's... <laughs> there's people that like beer and there's people that like barbecue and there's people that like fine dining and there's hipsters and there's this and that. Right. So like you take a little bit of all that shit and you fucking put it together and you mix it together and you hope that it all comes out, you know, good. On, it's like, it's like, true. it's like baking, right? It is. Which is yeah, like the worst. A little bit more measurements. <laughs> yeah. Than, you know, yeah. you got it's all, you know, about, you don't have to be that precise, but one little like gram off and you'll fuck the whole thing up. Right. right? I, Look, my, my opinions about Oceanside are well-known. For anybody who's listened to the show, they are incredibly well-documented. This is a town that just works, and it's one of the, the few blue-collar. last yeah. bastions of the blue-collar beach town yeah, left. And that's not to say that there's not astonishingly good restaurants here. Again, California Michelin stars at the time of this recording have not been announced, but I wouldn't be surprised to see someone like Matsu land on the list from Willie Ike, who I hope to have on the show soon. Willie, if you're listening, DM me. Definitely. But again, I wouldn't be surprised to see Heritage and what. Yeah, like, (laughs) there's a lot of talent here. And yeah, you might see somebody, you know, in some dirty sweatpants on the corner, but there's a lot of beauty. Like, like Oceanside is 99% perfect. It's literally on the beach. I mean, how could it (laughs) be? It's perfect. (laughs) That's That's the glamour of like, the beach towns though too right yeah like, it can be a little dirty and, yeah yeah grotesque, like shit but... shit rusts bro yeah. like communities 
patina <laughs> idea by the beach. It'll be right. visit, visit California's next yes. tagline. Shit right. rust. But shit it's rust. pretty good. It's still pretty good. <laughs> Daniel Castillo. <laughs> well, gents, I'm going to keep you both around, like I said, for a bonus episode uh, for people that subscribe on Patreon. But I cannot wish you both the best. I mean, like, I, I, I can't do it enough justice to wish you both so much success because. I, I just know it's going to happen. I mean, the space is immaculate. I'm looking at the Max Ox sign that says 199. I mean, this place is going to be packed and jamming and loud. happy and full of TVs and people having a great time and drinks in the whole nine yards. I want to thank you both for coming on the main show. Um, anything else before we wrap up? Obviously, you know, the, the one thing that I always end the episode on is where can people kind of follow you on social media, reach out if they have questions. This restaurant, at least at the time of this recording, is not online yet. But if people had questions about it in the meantime or they wanted to kind of connect with you guys, where could people do that at? Yeah, uh, I think, honestly, like the best way to get a great response uh, would be to reach out. at. Uh, so we have a new one for this place, which is heritagecraftbrew.com. And our original website, which would be heritagecraftbbq.com. And, uh, yeah, just hit us up. I mean... Uh, I would say maybe once a day I check our Instagram and it's mostly uh, just to fire emojis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fire emoji at everybody. And, and, like, and the, times and the three. squirt water, the water yeah. squirt. You got yeah. to do three of them. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Otherwise at it doesn't least matter. three or it yeah. doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't exist. But uh, just real quick, I just wanted to thank you, uh, Crawford. Um, I, uh, I still remember, you know, um, you coming out to uh, a couple of those events, uh, that we did for the uh, during the pandemic, OC yeah. Smoke Kitchen, OC Smoke yeah. Kitchen. Yep. and uh, I remember you jumping in and helping us out over there at uh, Kelly's. Yeah, and I'll never forget that. Um, so you know, you're like family to us, man, and and we love seeing your progress and your show. And I listen to it every chance I get. I, I, haven't, I, haven't, that, I haven't done the the Patreon subscriber. <laughs> I probably should because that's probably <laughs> fucked up that I don't do that. But no, it's cool. You know, once this one opens, it's cool. But I'm gonna say some pretty raunchy shit on this uh, Patreon <laughs> thing. So if you want to hear like the real, I'm gonna let you know what I really think of Danny after this. Yes. Yeah. So, so subscribe. Let's just end yeah. this shit and let's subscribe jump into to the uh, Patreon right now. Yes. I appreciate it, guys. We're gonna get to that one unless you're listening on free feeds. In which case, thank you for the time, and I thank you both. But yeah, we'll jump into the next one. Thank you, thank you, thank you to Danny and Benjamin for taking the time. So stoked to sit down with both of them, see the space, tour the space, and bring all of this news to you. And again, like I said, if you are not on Patreon, hey, that's okay. Times are tough. I understand that it is your hard-earned money, but do not forget that as little as $2 a month, you get exclusive access to that bonus episode. And this was a big one. So I hope you'd enjoy the main episode. I hope you enjoyed the bonus episode. Wherever you are listening, thank you for the support. Thank you to Ali Coyle for the music. Thank you to all the advertising partners. Thank you to all of you who continue to help the best seats grow. I could not do it without you. Oh, man. Fingers crossed that heritage opens up soon. My God, it's going to be good. Take care, everybody. I will see you soon. The Best Seats Podcast is an original production of The Best Seats. It is written, edited, produced, and owned by myself, Crawford McCarthy, founder and principal of The Best Seats. It's based in Orange County, California. It is subsidized through generous monthly donations at patreon.com forward slash The Best Seats. The following are the names of those who subscribed at the highest monthly tier, aka norm status, and allow me to continue producing this show each and every month. As a thank you for their continued support, here are the names. 
Cheryl McCarthy, Serena Warino, George Pavlov, Eric Lutz, Paige Reardon, Loco Lipo, Tim Falk, Burrito No Rito, Sarah Hines, Subtle Bubbles, Jay Baker, Tim Swine, John Sanchez, Timothy. Thank you for your support.